My guest today is Susanna Polo here to talk about her review of Batman the Telltale series. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Hello, Suzanne. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, Justin. Have you been on before? No, I've never. This is my first video game review for Polygon. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to the show, officially. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're so happy to have you. Um, well, uh, do you, so it's, uh, I, I'm assuming since you've been with us for a bit, it's, um, it's been a little while uh, to, since you've written a video game review. Um how does it, uh, just to start out with a general question for you in the nitty gritty, how does it differ? How, how does your approach differ as a critic, um, reviewing a video game versus a movie? Um, hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, and I sort of tried to take my cues from you guys. Um, me specifically, I think, right? Yeah, I'm sort of an icon yeah, in the industry. Yeah. I mean, I think Telltale Batman was kind of like a perfect, like stepping stone into the video game world for me, I mean, sure. A, because it's about Batman, and that's directly in my wheelhouse. Um, and also because it's, like, even Telltale, they're like, we're pushing our games towards becoming more like cinematic experiences. Um, and particularly with Crowdplay in this one, they're real, they're talking about, like, taking all of their games to, like, Alamo Drafthouse and mm-hmm. letting crowds of people play them, and that they their sort of ideal situation for the game is like, you know, you come home at the end of the day and you play for two, two and a half hours, one episode, um, just as you might come home and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I, I think it's, it's a more cinematic experience, but it's also a very story based experience. Um, and story is, um, trying to figure out how to phrase this. Um, story is something that as a, critic is sort of like I've reviewed comics I've reviewed movies I've you know done criticism on television shows and story is the sort of unifying thing you know that you can talk about in all of those different mediums um, regardless of the, the sort of different mechanics of the way that they're presented to the audience um, so yeah I guess that's sort of how I approached it um, sort of looking at the sort of stuff that they were using in Telltale's sort of box of game mechanic tricks to make a Batman story. Were you, uh, were you, are you a Telltale fan before this going into it? Where, or where do you sort of fall with the, their canon? Um, I, uh, I've played all the way through Tales from the Borderlands. I loved that. I've never played any other Borderlands games. Um, and I've played a bit of the Wolf Among Us, um, and, and a few other, their other, their other offerings. I got to be honest, when my uh, when I first and I want to hear, you know, your sort of take on it. But when I first saw this game announcement and I, I want to say it was E3, right? So it's right. It was I, I was looked it up. Awards. It was. Yeah, it was Game Awards. Game Awards. OK. When I first saw this game announcement, like I, I, I just feel like Batman. My initial reaction was I feel like Batman has been so well covered by video games. And also, I don't think typically telltale is um it pushes things forward that much game to game Mm -hmm. um in terms of like from a mechanical perspective and also i didn't feel like the the art direction on it 
uh, didn't look different enough to actually make it like worth existing. So like, I'm kind of curious one, like what your initial reaction to was upon seeing the, the, this, you know, that you had been assigned this and the game was coming out and also like how, uh, if it sort of justifies its, its existence and, and how. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I saw the announcement and immediately was like, I want to play that. Um, I want to play a dialogue-based, choice-based Batman game. Um, that, 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 that instantly intrigued me uh, as a game that isn't about sort of the challenge of punching bad guys, but maybe about a little bit of detective work and sort of uh, the sort of social, like, um, the, it sounds weird to say the social situations that Batman finds himself in. <laughs> But no, it makes perfect sense. Um, but yeah, I was I was totally intrigued by that. And and I think that's that's what the game is doing that um, that is unique. And, and it's certainly true that like the Arkham games are very present. Um, uh, we might not have had a new one for a year, but they are, you know, that I say in my review that and it's true that they're I've been a like I've been reading Batman comics since I was 11 and the Arkham games are the first time that I ever wanted to be Batman. I ever like saw the appeal of like, Oh, like this is, this is a really nice like feeling of being this dude. Um, but like the, but the Arkham games aren't <sighs> hmm. so that telltale Batman is your, what I found most interesting about the game was that I was role-playing a character getting into it. I was role-playing a character that I already was completely familiar with. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of role-playing games, and usually you walk into them and they encourage you to sort of build the character that you're playing. Or in the other Telltale games, as you're making your initial decisions for the character, they're also um, explaining to you who the character is. Um, and with Telltale Batman, you walk into the game and you already have your idea of who Batman is in your head. And the game allows you to play their version of Batman in a lot of ways, just as your internal idea of what the best version of Batman is. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, uh, and uh, I was a little bit worried about uh, along those lines about choosing that, that, um, the decisions would be less impactful because uh, you were dealing with so many like established characters, the fates of whom could not be, uh, you know, directed that much. Like the telltales take on walking dead is notable for this in that they just introduced a ton of new characters that had no stakes attached to them. So that pretty much anything could happen to them that you wanted to. Um, How does, uh, how does Batman make the, it feel like there are, there are stakes. Well, it's still the first episode. Um, So you don't necessarily see like there are like there are a few decisions in the game that feel like they immediately have repercussions. And then there are other ones that that it's very clear like this might like down the road. This is probably going to be a deal. Um, But I think I think the way that Telltale brings in the stakes is that it isn't primarily a game about Batman. Um, The big stakes of episode one are about um Bruce Wayne's interactions as Bruce Wayne with sort of um Gotham City government and Gotham City like public um being a public person in Gotham City. Um the game sort of starts out um kind of early like Harvey Dent isn't Two-Face yet. Um 
it's unclear whether there are any like sort of really the when any other of the big like costumed criminals exist yet. Um, and Harvey is running for mayor against um, the incumbent, and uh, Bruce is his biggest financial backer. Um, and the game opens with a Batman fight scene, um, but the very first conversational scene is Bruce and Harvey walking around a, a gala that Bruce is throwing in Wayne Manor to raise money for Harvey's campaign. Um, and and you have conversations with um, with well, I won't give too much away, but a lot of it is sort of like the 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 politics of Bruce Wayne trying to improve Gotham City with as his um, as his secret identity and not just as Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for the player, it's that other interesting wrinkle of how do you play Bruce Wayne playing Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. I actually have a question mm-hmm. uh, related to that specific topic uh, from uh, DJ Dubstep from <laughs> Twitter. It's awesome. Um, uh, they ask, uh, uh, let's see. She asks, are there moments uh, in this first episode that make you feel like you're really role-playing Batman or or Bruce Wayne? Moments where you really had to make a, a, a sort of tough choice and choose acting like Batman or acting like Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. I, I think there, there definitely are. There were some moments where as playing sort of like Bruce Wayne being Bruce Wayne. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the animated series, so my idea of how Bruce Wayne acts in public is as an idiot. Um, but there are, there are moments where it's like someone would bring up my parents and then it's like, oh no, no, this is not the idiot moment anymore. Now it's, now it's full on. You don't get to say that. How dare you, um, sort of mode. Um, and yeah, and, and there's, there's, there are moments in the game. One of my favorite choices in the game is your, you get to choose how you're going to, you know, you're, you are Batman, you are interrogating some dude, you know, very typical situation. But you get to choose how much violence to employ in that situation. Right. Um, and I really, really liked that um, because I, as I've grown older and sort of become an adult, I've become, like, kind of disillusioned with the idea that my favorite hero tortures people. Right. It uh, can be a bitter pill. Yeah. Um, and he and also I, uses bitter pills uh, yes. on people to torture them, too, yes. so it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Just gas pellets, you know, <laughs> all that uh, stuff. Uh, I got another question here, and this is from your pal Jesse. That's the name. That's what it says. Uh, when reviewing a game like this, do you play all choice scenarios to see all the options and writing, or do you just stick with the one playthrough? Um, we, we played this at a review event. So we were given like a set amount of time with the game, so we only managed to get through one playthrough. Um, but I, I would, I would like sort of add like so no i didn't choose every dialogue option in the game um or even the like sort of few like big choices in episode one um but as i said like there the sort of balm for that is that there i think i think most of the choices in episode one don't necessarily directly affect um they they affect like there's one very early on that sort of has some cos i think cosmetic sort of background changes to the game, um, but I think that most of them are going to sort of come due in later episodes. That makes sense. Um, I I, got, I had one funny experience as I started uh, early. Uh, it's it, they once again 
do not tell you the exact text of what you're going to be saying um, when you make a dialogue decision. It's more like a a, uh, um, a hint, a, a flavor of what you're going to be saying. And yesterday in one early scene, um, I had the option of making Bruce Wayne say, enjoy the wine. It's expensive. And I thought, well, that sounds like a kind of fun playboy thing for Bruce Wayne to say. I'll go with that. And what he says is, enjoy the wine. It's worth more than most of you. And it's like, <laughs> Bruce, that, my dude, do you have a second? That's really not what I asked you to say. That's kind of like really, really a messed up thing to say to people. Um, yeah, that's really the, the, like, that's a habitual problem in role-playing games that don't tell you exactly what you're going to say. Um, so you're like, oh, like, this looks like a funny joke. And then you just roast somebody. Yeah, just you just savage him. On Willy uh on Sega CD, uh Willy Beamish, a classic uh FMV adventure game, you could press a button and actually hear the character. Not only did it have the text, you could hear the character read it so you can get the inflection and make sure to make the right choice. I really appreciated that functionality. Yeah. Um, how did you what were your sort of like guideposts for how to comport yourself as 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 mainly as Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. I think that's where the most interesting sort of character stuff is is happening i mean did you have like do you have personally like an ideal bruce wayne for you that you wanted to try to to get across or were you just kind of playing it by by ear oh yeah no 100 percent um i'm too i'm too much of of a a role-playing nerd b a comics writing nerd and c a batman nerd to not just have on hand an idea of how i would be batman my ideal batman um and so i played a very like a bruce bruce who when he is in public pretends to be an idiot, um, but a very charming idiot. Um, and, and a Batman who, um, who is very driven and very dark and doesn't make a lot of jokes, um, but also recognizes that um, working with the police is necessary for his work um, and that it's okay for criminals to be afraid of him, but it's not okay for normal citizens to be afraid of him. Um, and a sort of like tempering sort of the violence that he enacts on people with the knowledge that like he can't seem like a total crazy person um, or a total lawbreaker. You mentioned in your review, you talk about uh, uh, some of the clunkers dialogue wise, and there there are a few rough ones. How uh, as a as a comics fan and also a writer yourself, how much does that uh, take you out of the experience? Because I, I find myself increasingly um, with little patience for that kind of thing, especially when the rest of the writing is good. So, like, you know what good writing is. <laughs> yeah, it, it I found that, like, I didn't really I didn't really hook into a lot of the writing until about halfway through episode one. Um, there's a particular scene with Selena Kyle that I just really loved. Um, I don't want to describe it cause it will give things away. Um, but just, you know, every couple scene or two, there would be a line where, that I'd just roll my eyes at and just sort of like sigh and, and keep going and move on. Um, and yeah, it's a little like, it's, it's partly as a comic book fan. Like I know, like I'm basically a really difficult audience right. for any Batman story because I've, read so many of them and if you're doing something that you know that has been done a lot before like I, i'm very good at recognizing it um and and like that's you know that's that's a 
that's a hard mode for a writer is yeah. handing me a Batman story. Um, but yeah, like, like that's just sort of one of my big caveats on the game is that I enjoyed it, but there's still just, you know, there, there are just still some moments where you just kind of have to like sigh and move forward in the writing. That makes perfect sense. Um, uh, I have one other question. This is sort of like a, um, a, a recurring question for me in superhero games because no one ever does it. Do you at any point have the option to be either Bruce Wayne or Batman, or is that uh, always predetermined for you? You do not yet. I mean, I guess like there's some there's some scene there are some scenes with Bruce where he is talking to people who know that he is Bruce and Batman. That maybe you can sort of like interpret, you know. Like, am I being Batman here or am I being Bruce? But in terms of, like, a hard mechanical choice of, like, am I walking into this in full costume or am I walking into this as Bruce Wayne, um, episode one does not have a sort of plot event like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm always disappointed that more superhero games don't do that because to me that's the best thing about being a superhero is being able to jump back and forth between the two. Maybe someday. Yeah. It's hard to kind of imagine a situation in which... um, being Bruce or being Batman would be an equal choice. Right. Yeah. They're like their their like areas of expertise are so There aren't a lot of galas that require you swinging between <laughs> rooftops and yeah. punching people. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty that, clear that which one. require like the growl voice. <laughs> right. You know. I'll have another canopy. <laughs> I really um, hope you're enjoying yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this wine's really too dry for my taste. Um, <laughs> Susanna Polo, thank you so much for your time. Uh, how are you? Uh, one other quick question, actually, before we go. Mm-hmm. How are you keeping up with this as we go? Like, what's the plan going forward for this? I'm going to be reviewing every episode as it comes out. Um, I, you know, I have a, I have a review code for the game. Um, and we'll just, you know, be sort of taking those new episodes as Telltale lets us into them. And letting you know what we think. Groovy. All right, Susanna, thank you so much. Uh, you can read Susanna's review on Polygon.com and keep up with it as the game is uh, releasing new episodes. And a lot of other stuff on there. I wrote a review for Abzu that's on Polygon and a lot of the video things and review things and news things. And we got everything for you there at Polygon.com. Uh, if you wouldn't mind taking a second to rate and subscribe to our program and give it a review on iTunes. That would be just the, the tops and uh, tell a friend about if you, if you enjoy it. Uh, but uh, until the next time we have a game or movie or whatever to talk about for Susanna Polo, my name is Justin McElroy. Thank you for listening to Polygon's quality control. Quality control.